0: Hi, it's Rob. Now, when, if at all, should you quit your job? I get asked this all the time by property people and business people. I believe there are five pretty clear, simple choices for you to make if and when you should quit your job and move into your own venture, or if you have your own venture, move into a second venture, or building a property portfolio on the side of your venture, etc. Now, I don't wanna overcomplicate this because it's actually a lot more simple than people think. I think the first thing is the perceived risk is way lower than in reality. I think we all make our fears bigger uh, than they really are oftentimes. Uh, And usually the worst thing that happens if you say, for example, take on a second job or a second part-time income, or you even leave your job to set up your own enterprise, usually the worst that happens is that you have to wind that down or you have to get a job back again maybe you could even get your old job back um, or maybe worst case scenario you might have to take a 15 or 20 percent pay cut to get back into your career often you could actually get a year sabbatical or some kind of agreement with your existing boss that if it doesn't work out you could come back in the future so the first thing is um you know i have this saying don't i that if you don't risk anything you risk everything Well, I might say to you, you know, what are you risking if you don't give one of these five things a try? So the first thing though, and this is important, is for some people, you shouldn't quit your job. Uh, You know, it's it's popular, isn't it, to say quit your job, set up your own business, you know, because uh, if you're an entrepreneur, you're a winner, and if you work for someone else, you're a loser. The reality is that is not the case. I don't pedestalize or put down people if they're an entrepreneur or not. After all, many of the great people in my life are working for me in my organisation. So if I were to diminish and demean working for someone else, well, you know, that would be hypocritical of me. But the reality is that can actually be the smartest move. You don't take the risk, number one. If things go wrong, you can move. Someone else is taking all the risk, i.e. me, you, the entrepreneur. Um, You get to maybe be an intrapreneur, Uh, but you have the safety and security of a job and a pension and, and that kind of thing. And also, you know, I don't want to put anyone's fire out here, but a lot of people just aren't really right for being an entrepreneur. If you are you know, more of a follower than a leader in the area of business and entrepreneurship, then it's best to work for an inspired leader. You know, if you like just to follow a system, if you like safety and security... Which there's absolutely nothing wrong with, and don't let anyone tell you that those traits are wrong. Then what you do is you align with an organisation that they have a matching values with you, and an owner or a leader of that business that inspires you. Um, so this moves on to number two. You may actually be an entrepreneur, or you know more in in line of being an employee, but you're working for the wrong company, for the wrong boss, with the wrong manager. And in that case, you might get confused and think, hey, I need to go out and set up on my own because that's what all these influencers and thought leaders tell me. When in reality, you just need to work for a better organisation or a different organisation. So, you know, our culture is very free. Um, You know, we we give people autonomy. We don't just fire people if they make mistakes. Uh, And, um, you know, some people find the freedom difficult because they just like to be told what to do and they like a clear routine. And I always say to people, look, if you want a hierarchy of the next 30 years of where you're going to go and in five years you can be in this job and in 10 years you can be there and in 20 years you might be able to be on the board or, you know, have some kind of small ownership, uh, then don't work for Progressive. But if you want to forge your own career, if you want an open environment where you can give the same critique to the owner of the company as you could to someone that works for you that you manage, uh, if, if you want disruption and chaos, but passion and enthusiasm and energy, um, then Progressive is the right company. And in the past, I used to try and sell people that they should come and work for us. Now, what I often do is sell people that if you know you don't like this chaotic, crazy, disruptive environment, please don't go and work for us because we're wrong. So you may just need to find a better company, a better organisation, a, a more aligned leader, etc. Okay, the third thing is, yes, you should quit your job, yes, you should set up your own business, but you don't wanna just jack it all in and tomorrow have no income. So what you do is you set a target date in the future. Uh, And I would recommend anywhere from six months to two years, maybe three years, depending on the new venture you're going into, depending on how much time you can put in it, evenings, weekends, uh, and just set the date. Magic happens when you have accountability. And if you never set the date, that date never comes. Just like if you don't put any destination into SatNav, you'll just end up driving around. Set the date, move all of your thoughts and your actions towards hitting a target level of income, which might not be exactly your salary. It might be exactly your salary, but it might be your salary minus 30% because you know you can survive on that. Now, here's another thing that changes when you set a date. Let's make the assumption that you don't really enjoy working in your company and you've lost your mojo and 10 or 20 years has just flown you by and this was never your intention to work where you are. Well, if you don't see an end date, you can lose hope and you can feel really down and lost. As soon as you go, in a year, I'm setting this date and I'm going to hit this target, you'll actually enjoy your job more. You'll probably be more productive and better in your job, which is called, of course is good for the boss, and it's also good for your self-esteem. I mean, even if you're not doing now what you wanna do in the future, you should do what you're doing now with pride and as, as best as you can to your limit of your abilities, because that's the best way that you're gonna get back what you want from life. But as soon as you have that target date, things change and your passion increases and you get excited about this new date, which and you transmute that excitement into the role you're already doing and the, you know, the um, colleagues that you have. Um, so it's often your outlook. Now look, if you don't hit that target date and you have to extend it three to six months, is that a disaster? No, it's not a disaster. It just means that you, know, you needed a bit more time so you can just nudge it up. Uh, but accountability equals results. No accountability. You know, we are the easiest person to lie to, you know, yourself. You put yourself, um, and you're all the excuses, all the stories, you'll let yourself off the hook, you'll tell yourself it's okay. When in reality, if you have that accountability, then, you know, you'll step up. Okay, the fourth uh, action you can do if you're thinking about quitting your job is to quit now. Now, this is the riskiest one. But like I say, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Uh, and, And also for some types of people, this is the right thing to do. So under what circumstances am I saying that you could quit now? I'm not telling you to quit now. I'm not advising. I'm saying you could. If you are desperately unhappy with your life in your role, it's just not worth it. It's not worth being desperately unhappy. There is a better way. There is an alternative route. uh, and You should not be living your life in a relationship, in a job, if you are desperately unhappy. And I would say quit sooner rather than later. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. There are going to be different challenges. But I feel like you'll look back in a year or two or three years and maybe say, why didn't I do it sooner? The second instance in which you might want to quit your job now is if you've been talking about it for 10 years and actually you've done nothing. And I know plenty of people like that. And so, you know, maybe it just comes time to just get it done. Uh, the third instance in which you might want to quit immediately is if you're the kind of person that works best under pressure. You need this false account. You well, no, would not false, but you need to create accountability or, you know, while you're comfortable, you just don't really, you know, get out there and smash it and 10x, etc. So, you know, if you work good under pressure, under stress, under deadlines, then maybe you need to quit your job very, very quickly. All right. Then the fifth thing you can do if you're considering quitting your job I'm not advising this. I'm just telling you this is is a bit ridiculous, really. But you could get fired uh, because I got fired. I've had two jobs in my life and I've been fired three times, twice by my dad uh, and once by my boss, who I'm about to tell you about now. So um, I worked for someone in 2006, from February to December 2006. It was a guy that ran a property company and I learned loads. And there were equal upsides and downsides of working in that environment. Uh, maybe about 7 or 8 months in so a couple of months before i got fired i think i don't know why i'm doing inverted quotation marks i got fired um, i sat down with mark my business partner at progressive now who that's where i met him and said look mate this isn't right it's not right on many levels that we don't like we don't like the product now um, we feel like there's a better way of you know investing in property you know, we maybe don't like his management style you and i were, were made to be entrepreneurs let's do this and He's much more reserved. He would do the set the target date option, but he'd do it like 28,000 millennia in the future. Um, and it, I felt like he needed dragging forward a bit, but at the same time, you know, he reins me in, and that's useful for me too. So what I did was start planning it. I thought, well, if I can make a proper plan to set up the business and show him it, it we've got something tangible, not just sort of honour women a prayer. So I set up the exact business plan, even the amount of desks and chairs and computers we needed. I even wrote a couple of names down of people who within this company we might like to hire. Um, and I did it on the word computer like an absolute numpty like an idiot. And of course, my boss found it. He also got told by someone else that I was thinking about quitting. It ended up being the biggest blessing ever. Now, I swanned off to doing a reality TV show in St. Albans where I was locked in this mansion for, what, six weeks. It was kind of like build to be the next big thing after Big Brother. It was called Get Life, where I was one of the mentors on the show. It was on living TV. And while I was there, um, this person who was one of my mentors told um, our boss that we were planning to leave, driven by me. And at the same time, he found on the work computer, my plan to set up progressive properties. So it's pretty undeniable. Um, and he approached Mark and said, you're fired and you can phone Rob and tell him he's sacked. I could only speak once, um, what, every week on the phone, every Sunday evening, something like that. So Mark was phoning me and phoning me, couldn't get through, left loads of messages. I phoned him on the Sunday night when I, were, I was allowed my phone. And Mark was like really panicky. i have a bit fired. He found your plans on the computer, you idiot. What are we going to do? And I was secretly really happy. And someone has just said, Ivan's just said here, laugh out loud, best thing you've ever done. It was the one of the biggest blessings in disguise. Now, you know, I probably could have encouraged Mark to leave with me a few months after we got fired. But you never know. You have these plans and nothing happens because life just takes you. You know, the back wind in the sail just takes you down a certain, you know, route. And you could just... The momentum of life can just take over and years down the line. You're just where you don't want to be. So, of course, I was very grateful for that. I'm not suggesting you should get fired. I'm not saying you should align yourself to get fired. I'm saying I got fired and it was actually a great blessing in disguise. And if you have ever been fired, you've got to see it as a blessing. You've got to turn it into something good. Okay, so let me summarise these then. Should you quit... If and when you should you quit your job, if and when you should go into a new venture or set up a new business here are the five options. Number one is you shouldn't because what you're doing is actually right for you. You you know, some people shouldn't have 10 businesses. And if you've got one good business, maybe you shouldn't have a second business. And if you're in a job and you're that kind of person that suits you, you're low risk, you like to be told what to do, then you should just, it's okay to let go of a dream that isn't right for you. Number two Get a different job in a better organisation or a more aligned organisation or a more entrepreneurial organisation that allows you progression, recognition, autonomy, which I think that a lot of people want nowadays. There are a lot more entrepreneurial companies that treat you like an entrepreneur. If you think Sheryl Sandberg, who worked for Google and now works for Facebook, you know, she's pretty much second head honcho behind Mark Zuckerberg. And you get the impression that they have a good relationship and she treats him like a sorry, he treats her like a partner. And I like to try and treat my team, my staff, like partners where possible um, so that they feel that they're working for themselves. But of course, they don't have to take the risk. The third thing is set a date in the future, six months to three years, maybe in the future, and commit to matching a certain level of income so you can hand your notice in without the risk. The fourth thing is to quit now. But, you know, that is more risky. But for those of you who've been saying you'll do it for years or work better when your back's against the wall, that might be your best option. And I got fired, which was the fifth option that isn't really an option. All right. So why don't you just share in the thread below, which one of those is you? Have you already quit and you're an entrepreneur and you feel it's a good decision? Please share for the the benefit of others. Um, Have you quit, but you're going through, you know, that dip? We all go through a dip, by the way. Let's say you're earning good money and then you quit. You're probably going to earn less for a year or two or maybe more. This is, you know, this is how it goes. You know, you kind of have to like earn the right. You have to plant the seed before you get the tree. Um, and then just let, let me know. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, why don't you just share this in the Disruptive Entrepreneur community? Um, is never quitting right for you, number one? Is getting a different job in a different organisation right for you, number two? Is setting a date in the future right for you, number three? Is quitting, right, uh, quitting the right thing for you, number four? Or did you ever get fired, number five? And I just want you to share so that we can all just help each other along in the journey and keep each other accountable. Um, I just did a podcast episode sharing the scariest moment in my life, the scariest 15 seconds in my whole life where I thought my wife had died. Um, And so I just think it's really important for us to use my podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, and these live videos as ways to keep each other accountable and support each other rather than me just rant at you and you just listen to me ranting at you and then nothing further happening from that. So I'd like to try and help you stay accountable to your goals where you want to go in your life. So if you're listening to the audio out and or you're watching the video, make sure you're in the disruptive entrepreneur community where, um, you know, this is what we do. We keep each other accountable. We support each other. uh, We lift each other up when we're having a bad day. I've had a couple of weeks, really, where I've not really had my mojo. And, you know, I keep having to tell myself there's nothing wrong with me. I know there's nothing wrong with me because I know this happens to me two or three times a year. But I do go very inward in these two weeks and I especially start beating myself up about my metrics of how many books I've sold and my podcast subscriptions and my rankings and all these things, you know, these external measurements which don't define who we are. But I have to keep reminding myself of that. Um, And, you know, if you go through any of these doubts or any of these phases where you just, you don't really feel great about yourself or you feel like you should be doing more, you know, just a bit of word of support and encouragement from either myself or members of the community can really make a difference and turn things around. Um, And I'd like to be able to help you do that. So thanks for tuning in and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk it.